0: What is going on, you guys? My name is Justin, but you can call me J-Swag, and welcome back to another episode of Sports Talk with Swag. Appreciate you stopping by, giving a listen, hanging out. We are live here tonight, as we always are, but it feels like we're especially live tonight because it is NBA Draft Night. That's right. It is Wednesday, November 18th, and it's the 2020 NBA Draft, which was originally supposed to be held back in June, but, um, you know, covid Suspended seasons, and then resumed seasons, and now here we are. The NBA season finished, I believe, less than a month ago, <clears throat> uh, and now we are having the NBA draft. Uh, trades were able to start happening on Monday, this past Monday, two days ago, and then this Friday, uh, in two days from now, uh, free agency begins, and then December 1st, I believe, is when preseason and mini camps start, and then the 22nd, we have our NBA season starting, so, it's going to be a grand old time, we're just going to, you know, <clears throat> we got about 15 minutes until the draft starts here live, so I am going to hop off here real quick and go get the video live stream started, and then we will be back to kind of chat and uh, break down each pick uh, as they happen. All right, so we are back, we are recording audio, and we are live on YouTube here. Um we still got about 10 or 11 minutes until the draft actually happens, so just some <clears throat> while we're waiting, I just thought some some news and stuff to go over. I think it was literally in the past 15 minutes that uh Woj uh broke the story, I guess you could say, that uh Clay Thompson has injured his leg again. It's a, well, I shouldn't say again. It's his right leg this time. He's recovering as you may or may not know, he's recovering from a, excuse me, a left uh, ACL tear uh, from the 2018-2019 season uh, in those finals. Um, And um, so he was in practice, and then he literally, I think it was just within the past 30 to 45 minutes, that he hurt his right lower right leg is what we've heard so far. We haven't gotten any more updates um outside of that. But, you know, obviously a um you know, that's definitely an issue and something to look out for. Um I don't think that it will or should um affect their their draft and what they're going to do in the draft tonight. Uh, I think regardless, you know, they, let's not forget that they still have Andrew Wiggins on their team. Um, <clears throat> who can be a good kind of backup for him. Um, but yeah, I, I think at this point they are going to want to kind of stick to the, the long game, I guess you could say, Um, you know, I think they should go for James Wiseman at the number two pick. I think they should keep the pick. And I think they should use it to take James Wiseman. Um, because, you know, they are, I don't want to say that they're in desperate need, but they definitely could benefit from a big man presence like James Wiseman, who is seven one, um, is really quick and fast and a good shooter, but also just a good, um you know post player uh who would definitely help them out a lot so you know <clears throat> we'll see what they end up doing cuz you know obviously they will um you know assess all the options cuz again they could decide to go with um you know trading the pick and trading Wiggins as well and trying to be using, using that as a package to get someone so we'll see what they end up doing um my wires are all. We got the janky janky living room set up for whenever we watch something live on TV because there's no shot my computer would be able to ha- <clears throat> handle live streaming the draft and live streaming the episode or the show and uh, recording it on... Uh, in logic for the audio, so, <laughs> anyways, yeah. Um, so yeah, so that just happened. What else? So, obviously, yeah, so we've had some trades this week. We had Chris Paul, my guy, Chris Paul was traded, um, to the Suns along with, um, uh, Nader. Uh, I can't remember his first name <clears throat> from the Thunder to the Suns, and the Thunder, the Th- uh, the Thunder got, um, Ricky Rubio, Kelly Oubre Jr., and I think one or two other guys, and then maybe one or two picks. Uh, Pretty big package, but overall, I think a pretty good trade for both teams because for the Thunder, you know, they obviously are able to dump Chris Paul's contract, and they're obviously also just in a very big rebuild mode. Uh, So they're kind of just trying to get a lot of picks and keep their younger players. So, yeah, that was good. And then, obviously, for the Suns, you know, they got rid of Kelly Oubre Jr., which I know they, you know, fans are definitely not thrilled about because, excuse me, he definitely had a breakout year this past season um, for the Suns and was a big part of that Valley Boys kind of state of mind that helped get them, you know, to 8-0 in the – in the bubble, uh, in, in the seeding games, but obviously they just weren't able to actually make it to the playoffs. But I think Chris Paul is just an upgrade from what you had with Ricky Rubio. I mean, obviously not quite as young, but he's not a whole lot older than him. Um, and you know, we see, we saw last season, what Chris Paul is able to do with a younger team. And I think this is exactly what, uh, Devin guys like Devin Booker and Deandre Ayton. um, you know, need uh, uh, to make them even more successful. So I think that, um, that's going to be a key addition for them. I would like to say that I think you're definitely looking at a playoff berth from them. Um, you know, you think they'll probably just take the thunders, um, spot because the Lakers are still going to be in the playoffs. The Clippers are still going to be in the playoffs. Um, We'll see about the Rockets. I think it's going to be tough. We'll see. Because even if they start the season out with both Harden and Westbrook, who knows where they'll end up throughout the season. So maybe the Rockets, maybe not. Um, the Nuggets will definitely be there. <clears throat> Thunder will not be there, so they won't be back. The Jazz will most likely be back in the playoffs. Um, Blazers, will see. They've made some moves so far that will definitely benefit them. But... You know, the Warriors are back now, so they are going to be looking to make a playoff run. Um, Again, the Suns are going to be looking to make a playoff run. Um, The Mavs will probably, you know, they'll definitely be a contender. Um, Who else?
1: Who else? Um,
0: Yeah, I mean, I, I think the biggest thing is that some people kind Of just forget that the Warriors, like, I mean, if Clay Thompson's out, maybe not, but you know, the Warriors will be making a big playoff push this season. Um, we kind of forget because they were, you know, obviously terrible last year because no one played for them, but they're hopefully, you know, going to be getting both of their stars back. Uh, they're going to be, you know, they have Andrew Wiggins on their team, and um, you know, the Warriors CEO is still very high on him. Um, And then they also have the number two pick, which they're going to, you know, most likely take James Wiseman with. So they could, you know, if everyone stays healthy, they will definitely make a deep playoff run and and give the Lakers a run for their money for the. uh, For a finals berth. Um, So, yeah, and then the other big trade, I think, was, you know, Dennis Schroeder from the Thunder to the Lakers, um and the Lakers getting rid of Danny Green, which I don't think they're gonna miss him at all. Um, you know, I'm not gonna trash him like other people were, especially during the finals, but I just think that they, you know, Dennis Schroeder's a great replacement for him, and they also, um, you know, will probably just rely a little more heavily on guys like Caruso and um <clears throat> we'll see who else, because I mean they spent the whole season pretty much just not being a good three-point shooting team and so getting rid of Danny Green who's definitely your best three-point shooter is not ideal but at the same time like if you're just not going to be a three-point shooting team you're not going to be a three-point shooting team so to just get someone who's going to fit even better into your system I think is you know not a bad idea for the Lakers Um, but yeah Uh, And then uh, earlier today, the 76ers, Daryl Morey's first move um, with Philadelphia is he dumped Al Horford's contract to, where did he even go? I think the Thunder, right? Yeah, because Danny Green went to the Thunder in that trade. But, oh, it's part of that trade. That's right, because they had to make it a three-team trade. So, like, Schroeder's going to the Lakers. Danny Green is going to the Thunder, but then also from there going to Philadelphia. And then Al Horford is going to the Thunder. So we'll see if they keep Al Horford or if they try to flip him as well um, because, you know, obviously, again, Thunder are in rebuild mode. We don't know if they're, you know, what their plans are with Steven Adams. but. I think they may try to – I mean, obviously they're not going to keep both Steven Adams and Al Horford. That's completely useless, and they saw that that didn't work in Philly. It's not going to work for them. Um, I think they'd rather hold on to Steven Adams because he's still relatively young and good uh, and kind of fits in with that team. Um, And Al Horford, I think they may try to flip – but you know who knows? We'll see. We'll see what they do. We'll see what they do. Uh, Sam Presti is one of a kind, and he knows what he's doing. So we'll see what happens with that. But <clears throat> all right, it is seven twenty nine. So we're coming up here. I'm gonna unmute the TV here. Hopefully, this doesn't get us uh, copyright copyright stricken and taken off of YouTube. But, yeah, so the other thing, too, is, um, you know, this is a virtual draft, so all the players are—I don't know if they're necessarily at home. I just know that ESPN said that all the players um,
1: are—so
0: they still won't say what the injury is yet. I think they're waiting— they haven't actually tested it yet for Clay
1: Thompson. Um,
0: ooh, Mark Spears. Tim ago, reported an NBA source in the know about Clay Thompson's injury. Simply answered to me, "Not good." Oh yikes! Oh, you hate to see that, man. Oh man, like he was coming off of that ACL injury and was definitely getting excited to make a run with this Warriors team. That's a bummer. But anyways, yeah, so virtual drafts, ESPN said that the players are in virtual locations. So I don't know if they're in their homes or if they kind of put them up a little bit. From what I've seen, it looks like they're just in their homes. But they um, have, like, video crews in a bunch of their houses um, or locations, I should say. And um, they ship them, like, I think one hat from every team. So, so they can put the hat on for whatever they're, wherever they're drafted. But, yeah, it's, it's essentially just going to be kind of the same situation we saw with the NFL drafts um, earlier this year, which I think went pretty well, all things considered. So, yeah, we'll see how this goes. Man, I'm so tired of LaMelo ball. Weird thing with Anthony Edwards coming out today, the story about him saying that he doesn't really like basketball. Um, saying he doesn't watch basketball. He, like, really would much rather be in the NFL and would do anything to, like, get drafted into the NFL. Um,
1: which is interesting. Um, Man, some of these guys, man.
0: This is cool. And it's, it's a little, it's a different side of it. Cause you know, you're not going to see a too, too intimate or personal, <clears throat> you know, of a situation when you, when you're live in an arena, but you know, they just showed someone uh, who was playing in New Zealand, um, just kind of getting hugged by his dad crying. Cause it's just, you know, overwhelmed with the emotion of what this is and what this means. So pretty cool, pretty cool to see, but, so again, Timberwolves have the number one pick. We'll see what they end up doing with it. See if they actually use it, or if they try to get a last minute trade. Interesting. Okay, so the <clears throat> I just got an update here that the Bucks trade—I forgot to mention this earlier—but the Bucks trade for Bogdan Bogdanovich in the sign and trade from the Kings fell through. Because he did not want to go to the Bucks, which is very interesting. Um But so he is gonna enter free agency. So that's very interesting. Um Oh, the draft doesn't begin for another thirty minutes? It's not until eight. Oh, it's just the pre show that starts in seven thirty. Oh my gosh. All right. Well, audio, I can definitely cut it for you. Um so audio we'll be back when the draft actually starts. Okay, so we're back, but it's not time for the draft yet, but i just i I forgot there was something I wanted to talk about before we got into the draft, so I'm glad we actually have a little bit of this time is e s p n did a survey um earlier today, and two thirds of the responders respondents said they wouldn't attend indoor sporting events, and fifty eight percent said no to outdoor sporting events without a vaccine so interesting, I know that earlier this year I mentioned. Uh, One of my buddies shared a survey with me that showed that, um, you know, a vast majority of respondents said that, you know, they wouldn't go without a vaccine and they wouldn't feel comfortable and that they predicted there wouldn't be a sellout uh, for a sporting event until uh, 2022, I believe. So this is just falling right into that right in line with that of majority of fans still aren't comfortable going to arenas, um, you know, stadiums, let alone arenas uh that are indoor. So very interesting. Um I, you know, I agree. I, feel, I definitely fall in that boat that I wouldn't be comfortable until there was a vaccine, until, you know, the numbers dropped down. Because, again, at this point in, in in the States, you know, we're at record high numbers for the country uh, in terms of COVID, you know, positive case cases. So... I definitely feel like I'm not at a point yet where I'm comfortable to go. And so I kind of just fall right in line with the majority there. So I just thought that was an interesting tidbit of something that um, came out today. So anyways, again, we will be back when it is actually uh, draft time. Okay, we are back. It is now 7.59. We are in the last commercial break before we get our first
1: pick. What is this? Why is the quality so bad on this? This is weird.
0: No, I know, but like the quality on everything else has been so much higher. Very weird. It's like the intro for it, I think, but I don't know why the quality all of a sudden dipped. <clears throat> Weird. So supposedly the Warriors and Knicks have been in talks in the past twenty minutes about trading the number two and number eight picks, which is very interesting. I don't really know what the Knicks have to offer to the Warriors that would make it worth them dropping down from two to, to eight? I mean, I guess you probably throw
1: Frankie Nicotine,
0: probably either RJ Bear or Mitchell Rob Robinson, and then obviously the number eight, and then probably maybe their number 23 as well to get the number two, because that's like a big jump. I don't know. We'll see. Also, I had no idea that Cole Anthony was Greg Anthony's son. That was a fun fact I just learned about 20 minutes ago. i Am the only one who doesn't really care about these video packages that they show before these big events? Like, I just want to see the draft. Maybe if they were done better, but, like, it's a draft. Just show, like, highlights of the top five or ten potential picks, not these, like, random supposed to be
1: uh, inspiring video thing. Here we go. Audio
0: listeners, I apologize. There's just going to be some dead air in this episode. It's too much to try to stop and start recording
1: while they're talking.
0: Yeah, usually the rookies have like four and a half to five months to prepare and get ready and like build the chemistry with their teams, but now they have like four and a half to five weeks. <laughs> I mean, all the, it's not. It's just I think it's all the teams are going to be going through that. Every player is going to be going through that, but I think it's just going to be a little bit. Stronger for the rookies, obviously, because it's a big jump from college to NBA. So at this point, looks like the Wolves are going to be using their number one pick. My guess, along with a lot of other people, is that it's going to be Anthony Edwards, because, again, they don't need Lamella Ball because they have D'Angelo Russell. They don't need James Wiseman because they have Carl Anthony Towns.
1: Here we go.
0: Oh, they just put him on the clock for five minutes. Jeez. (sighs) Keep teasing me. All right, so
1: five minutes on the clock for the Wolves. All right, well, at this point, I can probably cut out the audio.
0: All right. Less than a minute left for the Wolves, Timberwolves here. Supposedly, this whole time, they've been fielding any and all calls in regards to trades for their number one pick which tells me that they're not completely sold on who they're going to take. I mean, again, you have to imagine they're going to take Anthony Edwards. But I don't think they're going to get a trade-in in time, and I think at this point it's just smarter for them to rebuild and go for a young team and use these picks as opposed to trying to... I mean, they could trade down to... like. Still have like a top 10-ish pick. All right, here we go.
1: Time's up. Why are we not getting a pick here? What what happens if they don't get the pick in Like, do they just wait? Or do they just like lose it? I wondered what would happen if a team decided to just filibuster It would be interesting. Pick is in. Why are we not cutting to Adam Silver giving the pick? Here we
0: go. Number one pick in the 2020 NBA draft. The Minnesota Wolves select. There it is. Anthony Edwards makes sense. it's the right call, I think. I still find it interesting. I mean, I know that a lot of people are trying to say like, you know, there's nothing wrong with it, but it was interesting that in the interview that came out the other day, that he was saying that he kind of views basketball as more of a job than a passion. He doesn't love basketball. Doesn't watch it. It's just interesting. I think this is a good pick for them, though. I think, you know, again, they already have, um, they already have D'Angelo Russell at point guard. They already have. Carl Anthony Towns at power forward slash center. I mean, really what they could have benefited from was like a small forward, but there just aren't a whole lot of those available in this draft that are worth taking at the number one. Um. So again, you know, I mean, they have, who's it? Malik Beasley at, at shooting guard. So not the best option for them. Um, but yeah, I, I think Anthony Average is a good pick. I think he'll fit. Should fit in well with the team because they're a young team that are, you know, currently rebuilding and have been for a while. Um, But yeah, I mean his his like they were just saying his defense is leaves people wanting more, and shot selection is a little iffy. But I mean, you know, when you're on a team with Cat and DLo that you know, you're not going to be getting as many shots as you were in in Georgia. But he did average 19 points a game, led all D1 freshmen in scoring. So the talent is there. Hopefully the passion comes along with it at some point because that will help drive him to be a better player. Mm. Two and a half minutes on the clock for the Warriors here. This is the one I think that has the most potential
1: to make a trade.
0: I don't think we're going to see any big trades with these top couple of picks. I think once we get closer down to like 15 through 30, we might see a couple more picks happening or uh, trades happening, rather, with those tricks. But at this point, I think there's not enough to go around where people are going to want to trade up in this draft because it's not a, a, a particularly solid draft for people, for players where, you know, there's a big desire to get up to a top five pick. So, I mean, again, not to say that Guys like Anthony Edwards, James Wiseman, LaMelo Ball, Obi Toppin are are bad players. They're really good. It's just no one who's going to turn your franchise around from the get-go. No one who's going to make an instant impact. These are all going to be guys that need time to develop and take their time to get to star level.
1: All right, so we've got less than a minute here for
0: the Warriors. Again, <clears throat> my assumption, along with most other people's, is that uh, they're going to take James Wiseman, which, again, I think is going to be another great fit for them. They need a big presence down low. Again, he's 7-1. Oh, the draft is, uh, pick is in, so, <clears throat> yeah, looks like they're not going to be trading it.
1: I find it interesting that uh, the pick is in,
0: time is off the clock, but they're still just going to keep letting the analysts talk. I mean, I mean, I, I guess they're not in any rush. Just give them the full five minutes to analyze and, and discuss. I just get impatient with these. I just want to know the picks. Who's going where? Yeah, Bobby Marks' number one team need for the Warriors is a rim protector at center, and that's exactly what James Wiseman is. So, again, I'd be pretty surprised if they don't take him here. All right, and there it is. The Warriors take James Wiseman. Again, fairly predictable. We kind of all saw that happening, but... Again, a good pick, a good fit. Definitely worth taking. Again, this was probably this was the one pick that I thought we may see get traded, because um, they could package it with Andrew Wiggins for a superstar, but they decided to pick Wiseman and f- try to fill out their team, which again I think is the better choice here. I just don't think it's worth a lot of these teams trading up in this draft. So now we got four minutes on the clock for the Hornets, Charlotte Hornets. They may go for
1: LaMelo Ball.
0: I mean, um, supposedly earlier today, Michael Jordan gave his stamp of approval on them taking LaMelo Ball if he was still available in the draft at this point. So, I mean, at this point, their point guard is Scary Terry. So, says their biggest need is a starting center, but maybe they'll go for that guy from Israel. They may, re- may go for him. But I think at this point, you probably go for...
1: Probably go for Lamella Ball here.
0: I think it's really funny that 98% of these players, when they put the draft hats on, the uh, snapback part of it is like at the very biggest it can be.
1: (laughs) Every time.
0: This is something that the Warriors have needed pretty much since they started making these finals runs, honestly. I mean...
1: Um... I forget what I was saying. Oh,
0: well. Oh, yeah. The Warriors have needed a center. I mean, they, they kind of started with the small ball thing of they would run lineups with Draymond Green at the five, which worked against some teams but didn't against others. But, like, when you're in the West and when you're in the West now, knowing that you're going to run into Anthony, – you're going to have to get through Anthony Davis, most likely, to get to the finals. So, like, you're going to have to have someone who can guard him and handle him and match up with him. And at this point, the Warriors have no one. So Wiseman will definitely help with that and be a good uh, solid pick there. Because, I mean, Andrew Bogut didn't do much for them. He was injury-riddled. DeMarcus Cousins played, like, 30 minutes for them in total. Um
1: Outside of that, they've had like Kevin Looney, Zaza Pachulia, um,
0: Festus ezeli like no one who's really going to help them out down low. So now they don't have to, I mean, obviously they're still going to rely heavily on Clay and Steph, but now they also have Andrew Wiggins. Now they have James Wiseman. I'm telling you, Warriors are just send themselves right back up for another title run here in this upcoming season. All right, the Hornets pick is in. I think I think we're pretty much guaranteed to see Lamelo ball here.
1: There it is. And the crowd goes mild. Oh my gosh, his camp does not care at all. What the heck? That was so uncomfortable. I mean, he's fired up, but like... His parents literally didn't care. They didn't react at all. That was so awkward.
0: Well, LeVar Ball's son now plays for the Charlotte Hornets, so maybe we'll finally get that one-on-one between Michael Jordan and LeVar Ball. A couple of 50-year-olds going at it.
1: Yes, I'm positive. I saw something crawling. No, it was real. I'm still not convinced on LaBello Ball, honestly. I mean, it seems like they're pretty high on his passing here on ESPN.
0: I don't know. It's just these ball kids. I'm not convinced on any of them. They just get so much hype because their dad won't shut up and he's always making headlines. I mean, they're not bad. None of them are bad. I just, I don't know. Alonzo was taken the number two pick a couple of years ago, and I think at this point, no one would take him in the top probably 10. LiAngelo, who knows what he's doing, but he got kicked out of UCLA, and we haven't heard of him since. Now, LaMelo Ball is the number three pick on the Hornets, so we'll see what he does there. I mean, who knows if he'll even get the start right away. Bulls, probably going to take either Toppin or the guy from uh, Israel. I can't say his name. Those are my two guesses for them. Yes, Jay Williams, it was LeVar who said he could beat Michael Jordan in a one-on-one. And I i cannot tell you how badly I now want that to happen, that his son is playing for that team. And I want it to be televised. And I want everyone to see Michael Jordan beat him 50-0. to
1: All right, the Bulls pick
0: is already in. Biggest team needs are depth at shooting guard and small forward. So, again, I think they're probably going to go for Toppin or the guy from Israel.
1: But we'll see. I mean, maybe they'll go for Isaac Okoro from Auburn. I just don't think they're going to dip that low into the pool of talent. Denny, that's his name. All right, here we go. Whoa. Patrick Williams, where was he on the depth chart? Interesting.
0: Averaged nine points and four rebounds a game last year at Florida State. Interesting pick.
1: Interesting. I don't I know literally nothing about this guy. I've never even heard of him. Hmm. Alright, Cleveland's
0: on the clock now with the fifth pick. They're definitely good at point guard. They don't need any point guards. They still have Kevin Love, but they're looking to trade him. So they need young player development and bench depth. So Pretty much anyone is available for them. I don't know who they're going to go for, honestly.
1: Interesting. He came off the bench at Florida State, and he's the fourth pick in the NBA draft. Wow. Wow. Very interesting. Jay Billis is a big fan, though, so I guess that's a good sign of approval. wouldn't be surprised
0: if Cleveland traded their pick, honestly. And maybe try to package it with Kevin Love. Because I know they're trying to dump him. So I wouldn't be surprised if they tried to maybe trade down, get some assets, get rid of Kevin Love, maybe get a, a good player in return. I don't know who they go for here, honestly. Young player development, bench depth. Again, I don't think they're going to go for a guard. They have they have Con Sexton. They have the guy from uh, Virginia Tech. So I think they're probably going to go for like a four or something. So maybe we see Obi here? I don't know. Maybe he'll be the uh, Lamar Jackson that ends up falling pretty far down in the draft. My gosh, this guy. I don't know if it's his little sister or his cousin or someone. She is cheesing in the background. Oh, yeah.
1: Get that FaceTime, girl. (laughs) They're having fun. Cleveland picks still not in. They got less than a minute. Ah, we got a commercial. Boo! All right, here we go. Fifth pick.
0: Isaac Okoro from Auburn. Yep. Nice. What is with these camps, man? Like, these people just, like, it's, like, so delayed. Like, they find out the kid stands up, starts hugging his family, they're like not celebrating, and then like two minutes later they start cheering, but they just like they don't look like they care. Now they're like
1: celebrating. Weird. I mean, I guess it I mean it is a shocking big thing, so small forward, good defender. Second team all SEC as a freshman, 13 points a game. Seems like a good pick to me.
0: So apparently the Knicks and Cavs were discussing a trade for the number five pick, and the Knicks have been trying to trade up all night because they really want Obi Toppin, (laughs) which is really funny because a lot of analysts are saying the Knicks shouldn't take him, and they don't need another forward. Um... But at this point, he may fall to number eight. Because at number six, I think they're going to get Obi, honestly. Because the six pick is in, and the Hawks are supposed to reportedly taking, excuse me, Okongwu from USC. And then number seven, they're supposedly taking Killian Hayes, the point guy from France. I think they should take Halliburton, not Toppin, the Knicks. Oh, no. Let's
1: see. Let's update Twitter. apparently atlanta is in is in line for gallinari and rondo interesting they're making some moves Here we go. Yep. They take
0: Okonwu from USC. Which is interesting because also apparently he was injured recently. And it was said that he may not be ready for the beginning of the season. But, um, you know, seems like it's still worth it to them. Interesting to take him when they have John Collins. I don't know if maybe they're going to try to package him in a deal or they're going to try to play them both together. But he's a a center, and I thought John Collins was also a center. So
1: interesting. We'll see.
0: supposedly Minnesota is really trying to get Ricky Rubio back, which I think is, I mean, I guess it'd be depth for them, but interesting that they already have the Russell, but we'll see.
1: Pistons take.
0: Yep. Killian Hayes point guard. Yeah, that was, we, we saw, we expected that Shams kind of broke that about 10 minutes, 10 to 15 minutes ago at this point. Um, so that makes sense.
1: From uh, point guard from
0: France, good pick for them. Um, for the, for the Pistons, they don't. I mean, at this point, they have Blake Griffin on their team, and that's about it. So they could have used a lot. So I uh, again, I don't know. I mean, he would he didn't play college basketball in the states, so um. You know, I don't know a whole lot about him, but apparently he's a crafty playmaker, so that should, you know, bode well for them. So the Knicks still have two minutes left to make their pick, but according to um Twitter, they've already selected Obi Toppin. So let me go ahead and get my uh my draft hat on here for the video. There it is. Go Knicks. Got my hat. That's way too small for me. Let me try to make it bigger here. Again, it's interesting. I wasn't expecting Toppin to fall this far down. But at the same time, a lot of people who are smart were saying that if he were to fall this far down, that the Knicks should not take him and they should go for Halliburton. Because they, they don't need another forward, and yet they took one anyway. Man, this hat looks dumb on me. I just am not I'm not a snapback guy. Alright, the pick is in. Man, I forgot that Thibodeau was our coach now. Our head coach. I like completely forgot about that. Like uh I don't know. They just don't we don't need another forward. We literally already have like twelve forwards. Pick is in. I mean, I guess they don't need... Ha- I mean, I don't know. They they don't have a lot of faith in Frankie Nicotine. Seems like he's on the trading block, so they could have gone for Halliburton. But, excuse me. Goodness gracious. Starting point guard, player development, depth if players are lost in free agency for the Knicks. So we'll see how it works out. But again, I mean, he was the... Rain- I mean, here, let's get the official... Pick here.
1: There it is, Obi Toppin.
0: Looks like he was pumped. It looks like he wanted to get drafted by the Knicks. I think he may be a a a, a New York kid. I think he may be from New York, so that's pretty cool. Oh, he's very emotional. Power forward. Versatile scorer and explosive finisher. He was the AP player of the year this past season. So, you know, best college player from the past season. But again, and it's not to say that he's a bad player. It's just that, like the Knicks don't need another forward. Like, they literally have so many forwards already that it just, it was unnecessary for them to take another one, but I mean, hopefully at this point that means that they will you know, maybe trade um, Julius Randle or Todd Gibson or um What's his face? Bobby Portis. Someone. Because um, they just don't need this many. 64% field goal percentage. It's the third highest for any AP player of the year. Hmm. Interesting pick. It's not terrible. Again, not terrible. They just need to invest in him and then, like, get rid of some of these other forwards and try to get some guards. And then just, like, invest in the team and invest in your young players and stop signing older players and trading for older players. But anyways, um, that's going to do it for us here for tonight. Uh, we've been going here for a little over an hour and a half now. I mean, I know the audio is not going to be that long because I was cutting it out, trying to keep you guys from hearing the radio silence. But um, yeah, so again, this, that's that's the first eight picks in the NBA draft. Um, I don't, it, I'm cutting it short, and I'm cutting it now just because if I don't cut it now, I'm just going to be tempted to go for the entire first round, which is going to go for another hour and a half, probably um, to two hours and I don't want this to be a four hour episode. Um, and again, I just don't have a whole lot of analysis to add to this because I don't watch a whole lot of college basketball. Um, it's more of just, I'm able to see if it fills the needs that the teams have in the, in in the NBA. Um, and then, you know, it's, it's the NBA draft, and I love the NBA. So I'm happy to see, you know, all these rookies getting drafted and who's going to be on these teams. Um, So, yeah, so thank you for joining me. Um, I hope you enjoyed this episode. Again, it was just more laid back to enjoy the draft together. Um, Make sure you check out the podcast on all the social medias, Facebook and Instagram, are Sports Talk with Swag. Twitter is stwscast. Um, Subscribe to our YouTube channel, Sports Talk with Swag, so you can watch all the episodes streamed live every Wednesday night. Um, You can send an email into sportstalkofswag at gmail.com. You can listen to the podcast on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, uh, all that good stuff. Leave us a five-star rating. That would be wonderful. And uh, with that being said, I want to thank you guys for listening and hanging out. And we'll see you in the next episode. Peace.